I never thought I would say this, but I'm kind of glad that <laughs> all of you have just as many relationship issues that I have or I used to have. I'm in a happy relationship right now, but I've been talking about relationships online and how I've dealt with my own and I've dealt with my own feelings and everything like that for, oh my gosh, it's been over 10 years now. And I can't believe I've never really done this. Today, we're going to do something very special. And I'm doing it because last week I was sick and I just, I've been getting sick a lot and I missed the upload for the podcast and I just like totally blanked and I, I didn't even remember and I was just like dying on the couch. I'm like, oh my God, I missed a podcast episode. So today I wanted to do something a little bit different. But first, a lot of you have been asking me for something very special to come back and here it is. Welcome to the Happy Times Podcast. Oh my goodness, when was the last time that you heard that? Oh, it's kind of like nostalgic. And I'm, 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 I'm happy it's back. I'm happy it's back. I'm happy that people were in my DMs being like, Joey, we don't even know what we're listening to. We need the intro back. And that is my friend Matt Walden. And I haven't spoken to him in a while, but if you've listened to any of my music on Spotify, he is the singer in Milestone. And he also helped me create Dream Chaser, which is like my favorite and this is love. So he's been a huge part of my life and I'm, I'm, ha I'm happy to have him back. Now let's jump into this. I receive a lot of DMs all of the time asking for advice on relationships. And while I would love to answer them, I would love to just hop in my DMs and be like, hey, okay, I read your story. This is what, we're, what I'm thinking. It's, it's, it's a lot. I'm not saying that, okay, you guys are this messed up that I need to, like, I need to take a break. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying every other DM is, is a question asking for, for advice. And it's, it's just too much for my mental health. And that's okay. I feel like as an influencer and stuff, like we get so beat up and we feel like there's going to be so much backlash if we say like, Hey, I'm just not in good headspace to do this. Well, sometimes I'm not, but I wanted to take the opportunity to ask you guys to submit your relationship problems or not even problems, but just like some things that you're dealing with in your relationship and y'all delivered. Oh my gosh. I only posted it a, a little while ago and I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of submissions and telling stories. Now I kind of narrowed it down to a few and I had my assistant look through, through some as well. And I thought it'd be interesting. <laughs> my favorite thing right now is like the AI voices. And as much as I love reading them and as much as you might love hearing my voice. So what we did is we put the submissions through AI and it is going to read it back to us. And I absolutely love these like voices of AI. So I thought it'd be a little fun spin. And that way I'm actually able to react. So let's hop into our first one. Here we go. And by the way, all of this is anonymous. Like, I don't want people thinking like, oh my God, this is going to expose, expose me and my boyfriend or it. no, 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 it's not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not here to do that. I'm not that controversial. So everything's anonymous and here we go. It's a guy I've liked for two years now. And we almost started something back then. Things got complicated and he began dating someone else. But after their breakup, he reappeared in my life. Oof. I still really like him, but my boundaries and circumstances have changed. I tried talking to him about it, and he was absolutely fantastic, but somehow we ended up agreeing on no contact while I work things out on my end, but I don't want that either. How do I backtrack that while also not coming off as completely crazy? The thing 
that <laughs> I can't get over that voice. <laughs> I love it. The thing that I I've I've never understood no contact. I understand you're supposed to be thinking about your feelings and how you personally are thinking and are able to process what you want in your life without them just being a constant influence. But the thing that I don't get is that no matter what, they're going to be in your life afterwards. Their thoughts are going to be there. Like the whole point of a relationship is to have not combined thoughts, but to be able to bounce ideas and everything off of each other. And so I think if your first idea is no contact, I think that's something to explore. Like why, why did you want to go no contact? Why is this something that you thought was going to be beneficial versus having them to converse and to come to a conclusion together when a relationship is two people and not just one? I don't think you're crazy at all. I think it's a common thing that we, you know, we take time to think. But this whole, but I don't know. No contact for me is, I want contact. And if somebody's not trying to contact me, then do they want me? Maybe I'm not reading into it enough, but I don't think you're crazy. I just think you might want to look more into why you wanted no contact. Is this something that you're avoiding or... Or is it that like maybe you don't want them to persuade you to go a different way than the way that you actually feel? So that's something to look into. Anyways, on to the next one. I've been in love with my best friend close to four years now, and I can't muster up the courage to tell, nor do I think I'll ever tell her. I want to tell her because she's everything, yet I don't want to ruin what we already have, even if I want more than it. Now there's a new guy by her side, and I can't do anything about it, because I don't have a reason. I just want to move on and be happy for her, but I don't know how to. Any advice for that, Joey? What do you mean you don't have a reason? What do we, what do, did we listen to the same thing? Listen, <laughs> I, I know when people say listen, it's going to be controversial and you probably shouldn't listen to them. It's like a toxic power move. So maybe don't listen to me, but I, what, there is a reason you're in, you're in love. And it might not be like there's different stages of being in love and there's certain capacities of it. But right now you're in love. And I understand that maybe it's stepping over a boundary to tell somebody that you love them when they're in a relationship. But fuck that. To be honest with you, so I, I apologize my Canadian came out. But like screw that. Like if you love somebody, you tell them. If, if everything in you is screaming at you to tell them that they're on your mind every day that they make you feel better every time that you speak with them, that they light up your room, even in the darkest of hours. I think that's something that they should know. I don't think that's something that you should hide, and I don't think that's something that you should keep to yourself, even if somebody else is in a relationship. Like, If they aren't confident enough with how they feel about their current relationship, then that's their problem. Okay, so yeah, maybe my whole listen speech was maybe a little more controversial, but I just think that if people are in relationships and like things come up, like hard things come up in relationships. And if you have a a good relationship with your partner, even if somebody tells you that they love you and if your feelings for your current partner are strong and that's the way you feel, that's the way you're going to go. But if they're not, then it's going to uncover some totally different feelings and maybe that's something that you need to explore. But to hold back your feelings, I'm not on board with that. I'm not. And I don't believe you that you don't want to tell her and it's not a big deal and stuff like that. I I think you do and I think you should. Now, before we go into the next one, I I wanted to say like these are going to get longer. I know these ones were two quick ones. I wanted to test them out to see if you like the waters. 
Um, but I also want to say that they, they were so respectful. I got, I, like I said, hundreds of, of submissions and everyone was like, Joey, before I get started, like, I want to say you helped me so much and thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, you're about to go and like ask for advice on a relationship that is breaking your heart and you are thanking me. And I, I just think that's, that's so sweet that you put me before even, you know, getting down. I, 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 I just want you to know it's, it's heard and I appreciate it. This is a situation I had with my ex. I broke up with him. We were together for a year and a half, and to be honest, I thought he was the one. I was 18 and naive. Everything was okay, I thought, until May of this year, when college was getting busy and I had to study for finals. Me and my ex weren't really hanging out BC. I was focusing on school, but he was not being supportive of that, really, and I found out he was entertaining other girls and talking about them in my face, Ugh. complimenting them, etc., Heated arguments started to arise, and that's when the calling names happened on multiple occasions. Basically, things like that started happen, and it became a toxic relationship, and this was my first relationship. After a long, waited time, I decided I needed to break up with him in order to get my mental stability and peace back. Good for you. Okay, so those type of guys will never let you go. Because they feel safe with you. They feel comfortable. They feel like no matter what they do, that you're going to be safe. That you're not going to leave them. Right? But you did. And good for you. Because that's how, that's, how, that's how people like that learn. And I know that me saying that that's how people like that learn, it makes you feel like, okay, why did I have to get my heart broken in order for this person to learn? And then that'll help somebody else's relationship. I understand that's a little that's a little tough to process, but good for you that you stood up for yourself. I think it's a hard thing to do when we're in a comfortable situation, when there's moments that somebody loves us and then the next time they don't and we find out they're talking to other people. And I understand that, you know, some relationships have some sour spots, but this seems like it was happening quite a lot for you. And I, I think it was very strong of you to do so. And I think you made the right decision. Because you deserve somebody to be open with and feel safe with. And I think that's a love that you deserve in return. And I don't think it was being returned. So, good job. My last relationship was pretty bad for me. My boyfriend of two years was constantly calling me names, trying to belittle me at any chance. He would go to this girl's house, which I had told him beforehand made me uncomfortable, and that she made me uncomfortable as well. He would go over there till two in the morning, send me pictures in her bed. It was just awful for me. I'm sorry, send you pictures in her bed? <laughs> oh my God. I tried to let it go for a long time and couldn't anymore. Good. When I would try and break up with him, he would cry and beg for me to stay. Good. I did. I did oh, for a no. little bit then. Finally, I couldn't do it anymore. Good. I was so mentally and physically drained. I wasn't allowed around my own family that were guys without him freaking out on me. It was so sad. I couldn't hang out with friends because he would be so upset. I'm so glad I got out of that. It was the first guy I had ever truly been with for a good amount of time and the first person I've ever truly loved. It took so much out of me. This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone. 
which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. Sometimes when we truly love somebody, it doesn't mean that they're supposed to be our loves for the rest of our lives. And I think this is a perfect example of it, right? This kind of goes with the last one that we, that we spoke about, that we heard. There's going to be oftentimes when, you know, we feel like we should love somebody and it's going to take us a few tries. Like I understand that it took you two tries. It's not as easy as just breaking up with somebody. There's always going to be like the makeup and then you try again. There's always going to be that because deep down in your heart, you don't want it to not work, especially when it's your first love. It's something that you want just in your life forever. You, you watch these movies and you watch these TV shows and you get influenced by so many things. And it's like, this is, this is it. This is the person. But then you also see other people talking about it. And it's like, you're not supposed to be with somebody for the rest of your life. We are animals. And I think there's, there's definitely two different, two different sides to it. And like, I think you can sit here and you can join a side or you can just be somebody that's a fan of love and understand that Love is respectful and love is kind and love has its bumps and twists and turns. But at the end of the day, it doesn't mistreat you. It gives you back what you deserve and what you put in. And to hear that you're putting in so much love towards this person and they're not giving it back to you. I don't think they deserve it. And so I'm proud of you for standing your ground, even if it took you two tries. And that's not a bash. Two tries is very good. Sometimes it takes us a lifetime. Sometimes it takes us years and years to let go of somebody. So good for you. I am having difficulty with my boyfriend when it comes to work schedules. We recently moved in together this summer. I start work two hours later than him. So naturally, I'm getting home later. I am holding myself back from staying at work longer because I'm afraid he will be upset that I am not home earlier. He waits for me to make dinner, and sometimes I don't get home till 7.30. It's causing me a lot of anxiety and stress as the my day starts winding down at work. I don't have a solid ending time. It's typically within a time frame. I have an obligation to my social work job, but also feel like I have an obligation to be home early enough to help with dinner. I can't figure out a compromise or solution because he would rather wait for me to start dinner. Thank you, Joey. Hope you're well. Thank you. I I'm, I am doing well. Um, okay, quick thing here. You're not a maid. You're not a housewife. You're out there working a job and helping people and helping save lives. So thank you for doing your social work. But you don't have to be home at a certain time to make dinner. What the? F <laughs> it's 2023. Your boyfriend, your partner can make their own dinner. Grab a box of KD, put it in a pot, boil some water, make their own dinner. Like, how you bring that up is, is up to you, but I think you got to sit down and tell them this. At the end of the day, it's communication, and you need to play that part as well. And if you're not communicating this, then we have a different story. But if you are, and he's not listening, 
I think you got to take it one step further. I think you come home and you say you already ate. <laughs> you stay at work a little bit longer. What's he going to eat? I feel like the therapist answer is to, you know, obviously say sit down and have this conversation and tell them that, like, you know, you'd really appreciate it if, if they pulled their weight and, you know, they, they cooked dinner for you. But at the end of the day, like, you have to break a habit. And it has to be theirs. It's not even your own. And that's a very difficult thing to do. And to break a habit, it has to happen more, more than once. So if you come home and then you cook dinner and then the next day you come home and you don't cook dinner, he's going to be upset because you broke this routine. But you have to keep kind of breaking this cycle in this routine. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to say, okay, no, you're cooking dinner from now on. It's your job. But I think, what if you guys cook dinner together? What if one day he cooks, second day you cook, third day you cook together? I think that's a that's a great way for somebody to be more inspired, more confident in, in their cooking and maybe suggest meals to him because a lot of people don't feel very confident in the kitchen. I'm somebody that loves to cook. I'm very confident in the kitchen. And then my partner, she's not very confident in the kitchen. She does not love to cook. But at the end of the day, I tell her, I'm not cooking tonight. I would love for you to cook for me. And she respects that and she does that. And so I think that's a conversation that you have to have, but have a little compromise in it as well. Don't just say, okay, I'm not cooking. <laughs> I'm working all day. I ain't coming home. I ain't cooking. Don't go with that because you probably like cooking. But maybe say like, hey, I have, a, I have a really long day this week. On Wednesday, can you cook? Then I'll cook on Thursday and then maybe on Friday we can cook something together and have like a little date night at home. It could inspire him to show that the way that, you know, he supports you in this act of service can make you feel really loved. And tell them when, when you do feel loved. I think it'll go a long way. Okay, folks, we are on the last one, and it is a doozy. So buckle up. I hope you're enjoying this episode. It's, it's been a lot of fun for me, if I, if I must admit. I'm having a really, really good time. But here is the last one. Hi, Joey. First, Hi. I just want to say that I love you and your podcast. <laughs> I just love the way that that sounded. I love you and your podcast. <laughs> you make everything feel better and you make me feel a little less alone. And I couldn't be more grateful for that during this time of my life. Oh, thanks. Now on to this relationship. We're going to call this guy T. T. I right. dated T for almost two years. We broke up this year at the beginning of May. He claims he had fallen out of love, mm. but he was hanging out around quite a manipulative group at the time, mm. and they were changing him, so I think that was a part of it, too. Me, too. T was a great boyfriend, quite possibly the best I've ever had. He had some moments, but he was working on it, and things always got better. So, we didn't talk for the first month. Then we went to a music festival together because T and I had bought tickets prior. This helped us reconnect and we became a sort of friends after that. Oh, that's good. We would talk every once in a while for the next few months as we tried to get used to being friends. I definitely feel like there's air quotes. T there. and I went to another festival, a pre-planned one, in September. After this festival, we started hanging out all the time. At first, it was a sort of friends with benefits type deal. Classic. But the more we hung out, the more we realized we just love each other's company. I have asked T a few times if he could see us together again, and he always says maybe but him and I are both working on ourselves, and T says he's not ready for a relationship with anyone. 
I'm a big advocate for guys also being able to feel love, but uh, he's getting the package right now. He has a best friend that he can sleep with, and there's no commitment. What are we doing? Part of me feels like I should cut this off. Yes. Try to get over him and move on. Mm -hmm. But then the other half of me feels like he really is the one, and if I do that, then I will lose him and my chance at being with him forever if I do. Part of me knows I'm just scared of being alone, but I'm too afraid to make a choice at all. So right now, I'm just staying where we are and keeping things with T as is. What should I do? Well, first things first, I don't think you're scared of being alone. I think you're scared of having your heart broken and being told that somebody doesn't love you. I don't think you're scared of being alone. You're scared to know how you're going to deal with that. Because this, obviously I don't know T, but T is sounding kind of like he's using you. Also, is this a thing that people go to festivals with like <laughs> exes? I, 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 I don't know. I feel like I, I'm not a really big festival g guy or girly. <laughs> um, but this guy T has the whole package. He doesn't have to commit and he can have his fun and eat it too. And I just don't think that, I don't think that's worth it. I think there's an ultimatum there. And I, I know that's probably, again, not the, the greatest advice, but I don't think you should be put second. I think you should be put first. I think if I was to place myself in your shoes, I don't, I don't know how I would feel comfortable knowing that he could be out there or a partner that I've or ex-partner that I became friends with and friends with benefits now if they were out there being other friends with benefits with somebody else like I have no idea if they're exclusive I think that would drive me nuts um, mainly for safety reasons and health reasons I, 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 I don't think I'd feel comfortable with that but I think you deserve an ultimatum there I think if you truly love them I think you should tell them and understand that you're not scared to be alone you're scared to have your heart broken but also understand this this podcast is right here for you we are all right here for you. If you need if you need help, we're right here. Because love deserves to be felt on both sides. And if it's not, then it's not love. It's just somebody taking advantage of you. And it doesn't mean it has to be like that drastic. Maybe he's obviously realizing, okay, well, I don't have to commit. I might as well just like, you know, have fun. Why not, right? If you're letting him, sure. But if you want something more, you got to tell him. You can't expect him to just like come to the table and, and say it for himself because why would he? You know, maybe if he was in love, maybe if he was a fairy tale, yeah, he would. But we live in like kind of like this business world where, you know, people are always trying to manipulate other people to get what they want. And he doesn't even have to manipulate you because he already has what he wants. So I think you deserve what you want now. I hope that wasn't too harsh, but I hope that helped. And that is the last submission, guys. So I, I really hope everybody enjoyed that. If you did, just let me know in my DMs because I would love to do this again, but I'm not going to do it again if nobody DMs me saying they liked it. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed this. And I love enjoying like hearing your stories. And I like the AI because it's 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 fun for me. Um, and I just really love it. And I hope everybody's getting ready for the holidays because the holidays can be a little bit gloomy, but don't worry, I'm going to be here. I have new... YouTube videos coming out. I have merch is going to be on sale. Like Black Friday is going to be on sale. Very, very, very big sales. So be ready for that. And I'm happy to announce that I got the final proof, which a proof is like 
right before print where they send you the example of what you can what your book's gonna look like i got the final proof of my third book of my new book that'll be coming out very very soon and i cannot wait for you guys to have it so thank you very much for listening those are my little news and if you enjoyed this please let me know and stay you stay beautiful and i'll talk to you guys next time when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.